the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The words of that psalm, the basis for that beautiful hymn. And we spoke the first ten verses earlier. I want to share also verses 11 and 12 with you, which were the last verse of that hymn. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. And on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Dear friends in Christ, since September 11th, our world has not been the same. You know, there have been definitely events around the world that have affected many things. But none quite like September 11th. Prior to that day, most people would probably point to about 60 years earlier to another day. A day affecting Pearl Harbor in 1941. You know, most of us thought we were fairly safe to just go about living our daily lives. But I think the events of September 11th have really changed all that. Up in Wisconsin, you know, I used to be able to take my boys when they were younger, and we'd go out to Mitchell Airport and just walk right out to the terminal gates, watch the planes taking off and landing, and uh, you can't do that anymore. And even those long security lines cause for some pretty big delays in getting to your flight. But despite September 11th, there still is hope. God never promised us a life free from troubles that are here on earth. Jesus himself said in John 16, In the world, you will have tribulation. When we think of the word tribulation that Paul and others experienced, in the Greek, it means suffering, discomfort, hardship, trouble, and tribulation. After St. Paul was left for dead in a place called Lystra, he and Barnabas ended up returning. When Paul and Barnabas returned to Lystra, they go also to Iconium, to Antioch, and they strengthen the souls of the disciples, encouraging them to continue in the faith, even with this persecution, and saying that through many tribulations, we must enter the kingdom of God. And in his second letter to Timothy, Paul also says, Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ, Jesus, will be persecuted. Sounds pretty depressing, doesn't it? Being a Christian, living for Christ. But God, he does give us a way to really overcome anything that comes against us. And it's that same verse about tribulation in John 16 Jesus also says, I've told you these things so that in me you will have peace. And take heart. I have overcome the world and everything that's going on in it. And that brings us to our text for this next minutes, Psalm 91. And Psalm 91 is called one of those orphan psalms. 
It is because we really don't know who wrote this psalm. In the Septuagint, which is the Greek Old Testament compared to the Hebrew, they say that, well, it was David who wrote that. And others have said, well, Moses is the writer of it. And you know that if you look at the Psalms, normally there's the title of who writes it. It's not there for Psalm 91. We don't even know very much about the things that went on, about the occasion that prompted the writing of this Psalm. We know nothing about the historical background. And even the structure of this Psalm is difficult because within it are multiple voices that seem to be speaking. And yet the message of Psalm 91 is clear. The Lord will protect the one who trusts in him. Now, Psalm 91 is also called a messianic psalm. And you hear that word Messiah in there. And that means that in this psalm, it finds its fulfillment in Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and Savior. In Matthew chapter 4, while Jesus is out in the wilderness, you know, Satan is the one who applies this particular psalm to Jesus. He tempted Jesus to not only believe that promise of God, but also to carry it out to the extreme. Satan was trying to see if Jesus would fall for the trick that the devil plays on all the people in the world that he attacks. He wants to see if Jesus would believe that since Jesus was the chosen one of God, that nothing could possibly happen to him. And so Satan quotes verses 11 and 12. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. And on their hands they'll bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. So, you know, don't worry, Jesus, nothing's going to happen. And he invites Jesus to throw himself from that temple roof down to the Kidron Valley to see if this promise of God is really true. Well, we know that Jesus wisely quotes the scriptures as well. And in Quoting Deuteronomy, he says there in Matthew 4, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Jesus does not deny that that particular psalm would be about him, even though he resists Satan's temptation to put God to the test. The promises of God in this psalm are ultimately fulfilled in Christ. But Psalm 91 is also good for anyone who trusts in him. Psalm 90 is a warning about the reality of death. But Psalm 91 is a promise of protection of life. And in his introduction to the psalm, Martin Luther had some pretty good words too. As he wrote about Psalm 91, he says, It's the most distinguished jewel among the psalms of consolation. And the psalmist highly exalts faith in God. And he shows that it's an invincible strength against all evils and against all the gates of hell. Now, the, the psalm must not be used to turn faith into a religious superstition. But the message of the psalm is the truth. It's the whole truth. And it's nothing but the truth. The Lord will protect the one who trusts in him. So what does it mean to live in the protective custody of God? Well, it's a life of confident trust. It's also total security, and it's divine or godly assurance for us. So first, where do you go when suffering, discomfort, and hardship, and trouble, and that tribulation comes? 
Do you run to that secret place? To the place of refuge under the shadow of the Almighty? Or do you run from God and try to hide yourself away from God and from others? You know, you know we must plan that direction of our life and make a plan ahead so that we know in advance what to do when those things come. You know, it's not a matter if, of having troubles come to us. God has warned us in advance that suffering and discomfort and hardship and trouble and tribulation are going to be there in our lives. So we must draw up a battle plan so that we know in advance what we are going to do when they come. Now, anybody who works in a building, an office building perhaps, or at a school, we all know about emergency evacuation procedures. And they're practiced so that people know exactly what to do when an emergency occurs. And there will be staff or faculty who will be in charge of that procedure when the alarm arises. It's no good to work out those plans during the emergency because as a result of that time, panic can result and lives could even be lost. And it's just as important, if not more important, for us to have a plan of action for our spiritual lives. If you're not going to run to God during the good times in your life, well, then in times of trouble, you would probably do what Adam and Eve did and run away from God. God wants to be our refuge and fortress in times of trouble. And there's many places in Scripture that speak of God's desire to do this. Here's just a few. Psalm 9, the Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. In our Reformation, Psalm 46, you know, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. The prophet Nahum also in the first chapter says the Lord is good. A stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. Have you decided where you're going to run when troubles come? Well, look at the promises of God for those who call on him. In our psalm today, he says, You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. In other words, it doesn't matter if, whether it's day or night. God is your protection. You may see destruction you know, all around you, but if we put our hope and our trust in him, the author and the finisher of our faith, Jesus Christ, we don't have to have any fear. Those promises are in that psalm too. Because you've made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High who is our refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague shall come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. These are great promises. Why would you want to put your trust in anyone or anything else? And again... Where do you go when suffering, discomfort, hardship, trouble, and tribulation come? 
Do you run with the crowd? Now, even the great apostle Peter ran with the crowd when persecution came upon him, leading up to that crucifixion of Jesus, where eventually Jesus would die on that cross to save people from their sins. Peter, on that evening before in that courtyard, he denies knowing Jesus because Peter wants to save himself instead. We know it's easy being a Christian when everything's going okay. But what about when everything starts coming against you? You know, those who have shallow faith, they can end up being in danger of falling. Falling when hardships come. Remember the parable of the sower? You know, Jesus had explained the answer to his disciples. He said, the sower sows the word. And these are the ones along the path where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground. The ones who, when they hear the word, they immediately receive it with joy. They have no root in themselves. So it endures for a while. But when tribulation or persecution arises on account of that word, immediately they fall away. And others are the ones sown among thorns. They are those who hear the word. But the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desire of other things, they enter in and they choke that word and it proves unfruitful. God wants to plant his word deep in our heart so that nothing ever can steal it away. That's why Jesus goes on to say, those that were sown on good soil are the ones who hear the word and accept and bear fruit. They have a crop of 30-fold, 60-fold, and even 100-fold. Look again at those promises when we allow God's word to be firmly in our hearts and we live out our lives each day for him. So finally, I ask you again, where do you go when suffering and discomfort and hardship And trouble and tribulation come. Well, depending upon your answer, you'll determine how you live here on earth and also where you will spend eternity. Psalm 91 actually goes 16 verses. And take a look here at this final verse, verse 16. As we trust in the Lord and we we love him, he will give us the promises of this. With long life I will satisfy him, and I will show him my salvation, says our God. Doctors have long known that worry and anxiety can do a couple of things, can prolong a sickness, could even perhaps shorten life. We all know that saying, you can worry yourself, what? Sick, right? Yeah. Well, Jesus declared, thief among the sheep, He comes only to steal, to kill and destroy. And I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Where are you going to go when hardships and suffering and discomfort and trouble and tribulation come? Well, Psalm 91 has that answer. The very first word, he, each of us, We who dwell in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And we, or I, will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, 
my God in whom I trust. If you haven't done it already, get that battle plan made up. Satan's always there to attack us. Let God help us draw up those strategies because he's given us those words, those instructions, and those promises on how we can make up that battle plan. And it's in a way that we know that when those times come, our God will be there for us. And also having a a trusted Christian friend to help keep you on track when those times get rough, that can be a special blessing too. It's important that we stay in fellowship, especially in a, a church our size, the small groups, where we have that constant type of contact with each other. We know that animals of prey, they go after that isolated, you know, lonely, weaker animal. The devil's no different. The fellowship of other Christians, that is able to give us strength during those times that we need. We know that trusting in the world, it only brings heartache and sorrow to us. But trusting in God, that brings us victory. That's what brings us joy in our life. And that's what brings us abundant life. And most of all, as people in our Lord and Savior, we look forward to an eternal life, to share with all those joys, trusting in those promises that come only from our God. In his name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all of our understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, who is your Lord and Savior. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.